For the first time in 25 years, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, or OSHA, is increasing its penalty amounts. Now, employers could face civil penalties 78% greater than before. In an effort to boost compliance and deter safety violations, employers must demonstrate their commitment to safety or pay the price. On this episode, Paying the Price with OSHA's New Penalties, we speak with BLR's safety expert, Anna Ellington, about the most recent rulemaking from OSHA, upping the price for health and safety violations. Anna has been with BLR since 2002, focusing on workplace safety and health. Anna develops and provides safety training in various OSHA standards, such as injury and illness record keeping, HASCOM, GHS, and bloodborne pathogens. She has also authored numerous special reports and regularly writes safety-related articles for industry publications. Welcome back to the podcast, Anna. Thank you, Emily. It's good to be here. Just before the July 4th holiday, OSHA published an interim final rule that increases the fines for violating health and safety standards. This catch-up increases the maximum fines by 78%. Okay, now employers may be on the hook for heftier fines, but where did this increase in penalty fees originate? Well, OSHA has not increased uh, its civil penalties since 1990. So this increase was included in last year's bipartisan budget bill. And everybody was so worried about uh, there being another government shutdown that the bill really gained uh, support and easily passed both the House, both houses in Congress, and was signed by the president November 2nd, 2015. So because uh, there was such a worry of, of a government shutdown, no one noticed uh, a little provision in the law that mandated a cost of living catch-up adjustment for OSHA civil penalties, and it needed to be implemented this year. The law allowed for up to 150% uh, catch-up, but the actual adjustment is 78%. Now, under the law, OSHA had to publish the interim final rule by July 1st, and they did, uh, with uh, the adjusted penalties that are effective August 1st. So this could be a way for OSHA to deter future violations. Anna, can you elaborate on what it means for employers that may face future OSHA citations? Well, OSHA, under uh, Dr. Michaels, has been working very hard to issue rules and policies that it says will nudge employers to provide a workplace workplaces that are safer for their workers, uh, but not only by not only having heftier fines, but also by making company data concerning injuries and illnesses and violations public, publicly available. Uh, basically, the agency seeks not only to hit uh, the wallets of companies, but also to shame them. Can you tell me that uh, whether the interim rule explains what the new penalties will be? Well, as we mentioned, there is a 78% increase in the maximum civil penalties and effective August 1st, the top penalty for serious, other than serious, failure to abate, and posting requirement violations will rise from 7,000 to 12,471. Now the maximum penalty for willful or repeated violations will increase from 70,000 to 124,709. After the initial catch-up amounts become effective, OSHA must update its, its maximum penalty amounts based on the consumer price index annually. These seem like hefty increases. 78% is quite uh, a large increase. Does the interim rule uh, suggest that there are any, or are there any gray areas in the interim rule? 
um, or confusions that employers should be aware of? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, Emily. So although the interim final rule itself does not discuss whether the penalties uh, will be applied to inspections that began before August 1st, uh, a Department of Labor fact sheet on the rule notes that any citations issued by OSHA on or after the date uh, will be subject to the new penalties if, if, re if the related violations occurred after November 2nd, 2015, the date that the Budget Act was signed. So basically, if you have an open inspection um, August 1st for a violation in, let's say, March, you will pay the new civil penalty. A any open inspection since November 2nd will see higher fines. Now these higher, now these higher fines um, to, to, to the open inspections will seem unfair as all the, all the cases that are, that are closed on July 30th will have lower penalties than those that close one day later. Um, there's no reason to believe that OSHA is actually going to intentionally delay closing an average case until after uh, July 30th, but it makes, you know, it makes someone think. That's very interesting. Do you have any advice to offer employers on this new rule? Sure. Um, employers should become familiar with the new penalty amounts and review their health and safety policies to ensure compliance with all of OSHA standards. You know, employers are, are, are well advised to ensure that their safety programs are comprehensive and up-to-date, ensure that their employees receive all the necessary training they need, and can demonstrate that they actually understood the training that they've received, and all their training should be uh, documented. Also, assessing the workplace for hazards and addressing any identif new, uh, newly identified hazards as quickly as possible. And of course, monitoring uh, safety management systems to make sure that they are working. You know, by taking steps to, to first document the training that you're doing with your employees and making sure that they understand it, uh, making sure that your programs are up to date, and, and you know, assessing the workplace. Uh, the employers doing these things will demonstrate to OSHA their commitment to safety, and this will help reduce the possibility of receiving what soon will be a very costly citation. Anna has just uh, informed us um, we've learned that facing higher fines is a, a significant cause for concern to employers, and that the new penalties will impact how employers demonstrate their commitment to safety regulations. That's all we have on this episode of EHS on Tap. Thanks. Uh, thanks to Anna, as always, for her expertise on the matter. If listeners would like to follow up with Anna, she can be reached at A. Ellington, that's A-E-L-L-I-N-G-T-O-N, at BLR.com. This podcast was brought to you by BLR. Thanks, everyone, for listening in.